Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm alright. Um, it's not too late for you. No, no, it's okay. It's like nine only. Oh, good. Um, how are you feeling today? I know you were up really early. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm okay. I mean, a bit down, weirdly, but I don't know what's happening. But otherwise, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about, anyway? <laughs> well, any, anything you want. Um, there's so many things we could cover, it's hard to know where to start. Uh, I guess we can start with you and see your um, thing, I don't know, agenda on Anchor, how long have you been here, and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about that, actually, because um, I started, I think, in July. Oh, so you're new also, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I, I think everyone is new on Anchor. I can think <laughs> of about five people. Yeah, who because have been Anchor is basically new, right? Yeah, and also the turnover is so fast as well. Yeah. So people join, they get really into it, and then they kind of burn out and... Um, they kind of disappear again so you constantly have this um new people coming on and joining and and then you know people going as well oh i didn't realize that actually yeah um but i think it works brilliantly to kind of build up your confidence and create those connections and get to talk to all these different people and some of the people I know, they've gone off to do things like YouTube and, you know, Instagram lives and, you know, things like that because they've been able to build up their confidence on Anchor. Yeah, Anchor is a very good tool to start, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really have an agenda on Anchor, I have to say. <laughs> okay. How did you come up with the Bright Beautiful World thingy? Well, Bright Beautiful World, I wanted... Because I've always done some sort of blog yeah so I wanted to create a new one um because I started off blogging about makeup actually and skincare and um that blog kind of got deleted about a year ago and I wanted a new one to kind of build it up and to be able to write and kind of see where that took me and to have my own creative outlet yeah um, because work was so horrible at the time. <laughs> oh my god, this is sorry. You know, um, I don't know if you've ever worked for a job that you you're not really feeling fulfilled in, but it's so important to have your own kind of creative outlet. Yeah, definitely. And to be able to have something that's completely your own is so satisfying. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just created the blog, and then about a year later, I think, one of my friends said, have you heard of this app? It's absolutely amazing. You have a good voice. Why don't you join? You have an amazing voice, seriously. <laughs> it should be illegal to have this kind of voice. Oh, thank you so much. It's funny, as I've said before, um, I used to get uh, teased for my accent. So what? It's so novel to... Because I have a strange accent. Um, okay. I grew up abroad when I was very small, so my accent is the same as my parents. Yeah. And I came back to England, and no one spoke like this. <laughs> so it was kind of presumed that I had, um, that I was posh, or I had certain privileges which I didn't. Oh, so, <laughs> so basically you sound posh, or what? Because this is for, for me, for me, from, from my side, it sounds just like you're from Britain, Britain. that's it, yeah. <laughs> you know? It, it's because all the British characters you see on TV talk with this particular accent. Really? I didn't realise. <laughs> I didn't realise yeah, it was like um, a posh accent. I mean, come on, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we if you would um, come to visit England, it's um, there are so many different types of accent, and yeah, I just happened to have this one, and it didn't fit in with, you know, where I moved to in England when I came over. 
How did you deal with that? Uh, not well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always felt like the odd one out. So um, I read a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, I just remember always, always reading. Because um, yeah. it was so hard to make friends. Okay. Oh, well. Hopefully I've got better now. I've been there. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still the person, you know, but... when I'm, uh, when it's, when I'm at school, I always take. Well, basically, when wherever I am, I always take a book with me, and I'm at school, yeah. and I'm, I'm not the oldest person at school right now, but I'm on top two or three people, you know. <laughs> In, yeah. in in my class, and uh, it's not like I feel the odd one out because I feel like I'm, well, seventeen, eighteen, or something like that. But I still like, you know, I feel like they have different values and different uh, things they want to do, and I just sit there and read just on a break or something. <laughs> so I understand. Yeah. Because at least with books, they open you up to a whole realm of possibilities. Totally. <laughs> and you seem to really like words. I do. <laughs> kind of. Like, I, I've seen some of your writings on Instagram, and they're so poetic. Oh, really? Because as far as yeah. I remember, I don't, I'm not, not writing that much lately. Or you mean on the other page, on the... Uh, on my uh, author page, I think. No? Yeah, on the one oh, with the, the, the other one. photo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, poetic, really. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the things you've recorded on Anchor as well. I remember that one I echoed. Um, that was absolutely beautiful. I'm not sure which one was that. <laughs> That's okay, you do so many. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But thank you for asking. But, um, do, you, um, do you just write quite a lot? I write every day. You... Um, yeah. In a lot of uh, ways, kind of. I write on Medium every day. There's this um, thing I started there. It was a long time ago I started it. And then I... I kind of put it off again, and then I came back to it a year or so before um, ago, and yeah. um, I started doing these daily me things, you know, like daily me day one, like stuff like that. And yeah. I'm now on like hundreds day, and wow, yeah, and it's really cool. And I already have like 800 posts on Medium on my blog, so to say. And, um, yeah, it kind of, I guess, helps me to get into that um, uh, routine and that you have to do it every day. But, I mean, some posts are just, like, whatever. And I also write in, it's not a diary exactly, but it's, like, a little notebook where I write, like, today was that and yesterday was that and stuff like that. And I also have this really cool book. Um, It's called The Daily Stoic Journal by Ryan Holiday. Yeah, and there's um, this like, it's like a journal. It's for every day, and it says like February first or something like that. And there's a question, and you have, and there's that morning, uh, morning um, reflection and evening reflection. So basically, you write in the morning and in the evening, and about the topic, uh, about the question, or about something else. So that is really interesting for me in these days and it, it kind of really helps reflect on where I stand in my life it that's so interesting because I've been reading a lot about how good journ, um, journalists sorry <laughs> <laughs> how writing every day um what's it journaling, journaling that's the word. yeah journaling yes how good journaling is for you, especially if you're a writer or you're at all like creatively artistic. Yeah. Because even if they're not good words, you're still putting pen to paper and you're still doing that process of writing. Yeah, definitely. But I, I feel like it's not only good for writers. Obviously, for writers, it is great. Yeah. But it is, I think it would be really helpful for everyone to do it. Not only writers, because it just gets your 
feelings on the paper to get your emotions there because well uh, my mom had a lot of a hard time in her life and I always told her like do this try it and also uh, when I was back at home in November for a couple of weeks um, a relative of mine a kind of distant relative but uh, still kind of close relative more or less died and it was a son oh. a son of my grandma's sister no the sister yeah cousin or something like that but yeah. but we're really close and we live in the same town and we visit each other we call each other so I know her really well and she's like really yeah. this, this really amazing person and I also to, um, uh, told my mom to tell her um, to, to try to do that because um, I mean it, it won't it won't help to get over something exactly but maybe just getting your feelings out there every day maybe in a long um, haul it's going to be uh, something I think because this is how yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's okay what were you saying um, yeah it's always awful to lose someone but yeah you were saying to express your feelings every day yeah and um, this is um, I started doing this when I was um having a really bad time after a really really heartbreaking breakup and yeah. I started doing this and it was it wasn't like I wasn't writing uh, like I did this today or I missed him today or something like that I was writing every day I can do this I can do this you know this just like I was writing yeah. like hundreds of hundreds and hundreds like of this I can do this statements and I can do this was about um, being able to not talk to him, not text him, not call him, not whatever. And then I just wrote like maybe a sentence or two about how I felt today. And over time, it helped me so much. I mean, it took a lot, a lot of time, but it helped me so much. Yeah, there is, I, I think there's a certain power in owning your emotions. Oh, yeah, definitely. So kind of taking the time to look inside and mean like yes this is how I feel that's kind of okay because it's my emotions and it will pass um and I know I if I talk to myself quite a lot not to sound like I'm mad but I do talk myself through things if I'm finding something very difficult oh yeah I know that so <laughs> Like if I'm if I'm trying to follow instructions on a flat pack piece of furniture, you know I'll talk myself through what to do. Or if I'm having a really bad day at work and it's all a bit overwhelming, I will write myself instructions, like in an email this to myself. Is amazing. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll write myself. You know, it's okay. You've got this. You can do this. This is the first thing you need to do. And I'll kind of. <laughs> Like, talk myself through it, but in an email to myself. Um, so, like, obviously, I'm yeah, at work. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really need the other people around me to know that I'm struggling. Um, but, yeah, I do that a, a lot, too. But I haven't been able to get into journaling. Well, some people use this, like, five-minute journal or one-sentence uh, kind of journals. I mean, I heard a lot of things. Uh, I think you should – I mean, this this won't take – much time at all you can start with one sentence like today blah blah yeah. it was sunny in London or whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's just like that and then when you get into it you want to write more and more about what's happened and and in the end how awesome it would be when your uh, children or grandchildren find this and just read about your life and know what you were going through you know that is true. Yeah. That would be a lot to read through if someone wrote one every year. Yeah. But uh, I um, read somewhere, it was a research or something, that people who know the history of their family are more uh, successful or something, uh, something like that in, in their really? lives. Yes, this was a research like that. I was like, this is kind of weird, but this is really interesting. I mean... Um, they, uh, them knowing their uh, history, their family history, where they come from, 
uh, what their parents been doing, what they've been through, you know. Uh, them knowing that was like led them to better lives. I mean, oh, oh wow! Yeah, I guess it makes sense in a way. I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. Well, I I suppose it's a form of education. Yeah, totally, of course. So you're kind of learning from your family experience, past yeah, yeah, yeah. how they dealt with yeah. with things. Yeah, and the fact that. Uh, uh, we all deal with uh, a lot of things uh, um, during all these years. And of course, there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be pain, there's going to be heartbreaks. And how we dealt with that, I think also important for our kids and grandkids and future generation to know uh, how they could do it or the fact that you can survive basically anything, <laughs> even the worst things. And maybe yeah. that could like help, yeah, I guess. It's so interesting. Um, I find it fascinating that you're already starting to think about what the future generation, like how the future generations will learn. Yeah, and, you know, when I sit and rise and I think like, um, yeah, I'm, my chicken writing is so awful, how my kids are going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, okay, I'm doing this. It will be cool. They would be like, okay, my mom was like that and that and she and daddy were fighting or something, you know? Yeah. I think it's kind of sweet and, uh, yeah, educational. It is so sweet. And maybe motivational as well because always something yeah. happening and how I get through it and, yeah. The world would probably be a much better place if people thought how their actions would affect everyone who's coming after them. Well, I'm just thinking about how my actions would affect maybe my kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're my kids. I will love them. I love them already, although they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love my kids already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So are you going through school at the moment? Yeah. So it's it's like this. I finished high school in Ukraine. I also finished yeah. university in Ukraine, although I was like a year in Germany. And then I was like coming back for my uh, last exam. And then I went back to Germany. And then after Germany, I went to Austria. From Austria, I went to Switzerland. I've been in each country for about a year. And then from Switzerland, I went home for six months. And then I'm back now, I'm back in Germany, and I'm studying again. Yes. Because I always wanted to study again something. And I chose this profession, yeah. and I'm kind of doing this um, apprenticeship or something like that. <laughs> and okay. yeah. I'm learning a profession <laughs> although I already have one kind of but uh, yeah. yeah I wanted to do something else to add to it because I didn't exactly want to work um, as a translator and interpreter that's what I am <laughs> essentially <laughs> and yeah, yeah I worked a bit like on the side for just a, a bit but not really it's always good to have yeah so I decided to do something else and yeah do you do you enjoy the moving around I did I did right now I'm thinking about what is the place where I'm gonna settle down and right now yeah. it's like Zurich because I love the city and um, I kind of live there for a bit and um, yeah I mean I like traveling a lot and I, I like new places yeah. but this place I'll have to stick with this one for a couple of years <laughs> okay yeah. um, I have to say I did go to Austria and I've never seen anywhere so beautiful that's the feeling Austria gives you that's true that's yeah. just it yeah um, I, I just thought it was it was just so beautiful. I could just imagining imagine retiring there because um, we went to Vienna oh, okay. and 
and somewhere else that I always forget, beginning with S, in the mountains. Salzburg? Where the sun and... That's the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, we went to, up to Salzburg, and then we went to Vienna, and just both of them. And we had the train ride in between. Yeah. So we got... I just wanted to see as much as possible, and it was just so beautiful. I couldn't believe it. Um, I thought London was lovely, but Vienna was just something else. Weirdly, um, I lived in Austria. It was like my the best experience I've ever had living in Austria. Yes, yes. but I never been to Vienna. I never got the time because I was always I was working, and I was also yeah. um, snowboarding. So I lived kind of like ten minutes from um, this um, gondola. How's it called? English again. <laughs> I remember in German, but is it the gondola that you go down? Uh, the yeah, ski yeah, street? exactly. Yeah, um, and uh, ski lift, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> and I lived like ten minutes from it. And when I saw this job, when I saw this position, I was still in Germany in Frankfurt. I lived there, and uh, I was like, "This is a dream come true," because I started snowboarding when I was eighteen. And after that, I couldn't do it anymore because it was too much money to um, go uh, in my country. And then yeah, I, it's so expensive. yeah, extremely expensive. Um, and then I was like moving around. And then I was like, saw this place. It's called Zellamsee. It's one hour from Salzburg. It's so amazing. It like, took my breath away. Yes. And I went there for like an interview or something, introduction. And um I was like, on the way, when I was sitting in the train, I saw this little Bambis outside. And I was like, what? I mean, <laughs> what have I been doing for one year in Germany in some suburb of Frankfurt when I could just go and be in Austria, like living like this? I mean, Bambis. <laughs> and I was... Oh, how beautiful. Yes. And I was so like... Um, yeah, I was like, what? Is this really happening? I was basically, I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> and yeah, it was a really great year there because I could work and snowboard the whole season, which is like five months. And yeah, yeah it was amazing. It's like I was on this side mostly of Austria, closer to Germany. And I've never been to Vienna. I've been in a lot of other ski resorts and like places around, but I've never been yeah. on that side. <laughs> weirdly yeah well Salzburg was lovely as well yeah. it was just uh, I think it's older perhaps with the castle and um but uh, it, it was beautiful as well yeah it's amazing when were you there I was there when was I there um I think I was there last August oh nice have you been to Switzerland no, I haven't, but that's where my godmother is. Oh. Um, but she always comes to UK. Oh, right. okay. So I, I've never actually been able to go back and um, visit her. But that's what I originally wanted to do. I wanted to fly into... Um... Oh, the place in Switzerland that you mentioned. Sorry. Yes, and then I wanted to get the train down... Um down to Austria so I could see all the the landscape and that's what I originally wanted to do but it was just a bit too expensive yeah so we just ended up going to Austria but Zurich sounds amazing as well I've I've only heard good things about it yeah it's a great city I mean I heard a lot of bad things as well but I never like um um concentrated that much and for me Zurich yeah. is like I, I know it's not the center of Europe but for me it's like the center of Europe because it's like four train, four hours train ride to Paris. It's like two hours or so bus, bus yeah. ride to Italy. And, you know, it's like you can go anywhere from <laughs> there. It's like the perfect place. So It's perfectly situated. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's not that I like um, little towns and I like mountains. And I think from Zurich, it's just more everything is more accessible. Uh, I went yeah. a lot hiking with this uh, groups of people and it was like, okay, it's like one hour, two hours train ride and you're in most amazing landscapes on the planet. I mean, really, it's like, yeah, perfect. 
And it's funny how different they are because I remember seeing mountains in Italy and they're completely different to mountains in Austria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So completely different. Um, Where have you been in Italy? In Italy, I've been to Rome, of course, and Venice. And I've also went around the south coast a bit to some islands. Obviously. Um, yeah, so... Um, but I haven't been able to go traveling that much for the last couple of years. So I'm making up for it right now, <laughs> which is why we went to Austria last year. And uh, this year we're going to Cuba. So Oh, Cuba. <laughs> yeah, cool. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't, can't wait. Yeah. Well, traveling is always a great idea. <laughs> Adventures. Isn't it though? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? Isn't it? So what brought you over to Anchor? Did you just wanted to extend, like, the written work that you do? Well, I remember Gary Vee, if you know him. Ah, uh, yes. He was, yeah, he was talking about, I think on his Instagram, talking about Anchor and, like, I've heard about it before, I think, somewhere, or I saw it somewhere. And then he was talking like, you know, people, uh, like Anchor. Now you don't have to do anything. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to subscribe, whatever, whatever. You just put your phone to your ear <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so he was like saying, um, it, ha it, it hasn't been uh, any easier, uh, you know, you just do it yeah. and that's it and I was like yeah I should do it <laughs> so yeah that's how it started was there anything in particular that you wanted to share or was it just what you were going through at the time I think it's more it's just about the journey the long haul is like everyday things yeah and like doing some challenges and challenging myself to do something to 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 make myself better and maybe in the end making the world somehow better I mean that's the agenda but I don't know <laughs> yeah it's the same with me because um, there are so many coaches already on anchor I didn't really feel like I wanted to do that I didn't want to coach anyone so I thought it I can give much more value if I just talk about what I'm going through um, at the time yeah. um but that's also a bit of a struggle, I find, because you're not always going through things that you can talk about. Yeah, that's true. I mean, for me, it's like as, as far as nobody from my circle here in Germany, from my work, listening to my stuff, as far as that is like um, that I know that they don't know about this, I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah. The rest of the world can listen to it. You know? But it's it's not like I'm about struggles at work but of course it usually is but do your friends know about uh, your anchor and stuff like that and blog um my close friends do and if someone asks about me i will cheerfully say so but i doubt any of the wider circle of people that i know actually look at it yeah um, I have put it a couple of times on Facebook just to let people know. Um, but other than that, I, I haven't really shared it that much. I mean, I'm not really in it to get that many people listening to it or, you know, I'm not really in it for, for that. I'm just in it to talk to the one person that... Is that <laughs> Yeah, 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 I understand because I'm also not for the claps or the for favorite favorites or stuff like that. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there and that's it. You know, it's just like another thing I do. Um, but um, blog, how is your blog called? You still have it, right? Yes, it's Bright Beautiful World. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just um, prepared to write it down, you know, but apparently uh, <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's brightbeautifulworld.com. And I have to admit, I haven't 
really made the most of it. I haven't written that much because as soon as I discovered Anchor, it's so much easier just to pick up the phone yeah. and record something. Um, so I've kind of let the blog go. However, I think with these social media bits, we have to be a bit careful because if something happens to them, that's our work gone. Yeah, that's true. So with all the things like on Instagram and you put a lot of work in on Instagram, if something happens, like um, your account could get deleted accidentally or you could be shadow banned like I was shadow banned for a while. What is that? It's, <laughs> it's when Instagram stop people seeing your photos, basically. So people who are following you can see your photos, but no one in the wider Instagram world can see them. So it won't, you won't show up under your hashtags. So it limits how many people can see you. Okay. So is this like you have to turn on your notifications? Someone has to turn on notifications for you? Or is it like totally different? Um, no, it, it's like you're invisible. So, uh, so even, you can post a yeah. photo, but no one will see it other than people who are already following you. And even with the hashtags? Even with the hashtags. Hashtags don't work. Oh, my God. That's the point then. Why? Why do they do this? Exactly. So it means you can't reach a wider audience and you can't get more followers. Um, so, and they do this if you, they think that you're showing spammy behavior. Okay. Um, which I don't do, but it happened. But I noticed that I'd gone from getting like 70 likes on a photo to five. Oh, wow. But now is uh, everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine now. It just that really made me think. If Instagram disappeared tomorrow, yeah. Um, I need somewhere that I own to control my work if I'm putting it out there. That's true, yes. I mean, so yeah. I need kind of a home planet for <laughs> my stuff. I need a whole planet for myself only. No people allowed. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are allowed. It a just bit. means if people do like you and they do want to follow you, they can then opt into your email list or something like that so that you don't lose people. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't like this thing where, because um, what everybody basically does or did, they do this newsletter things. I, yeah. I don't like it. Frankly, when I get this in my inbox, I'm just like annoyed. It goes straight to junk. Yeah, it goes straight to junk. Because there's yeah. always these long letters. And I feel bad because people um, like put work into these words that it sounds like that. Uh, that they put yeah. it in the newsletters to like hundreds of people and uh, tens of thousands of people. And they put this and then it just goes straight to, to my... Um, spam or junk or whatever and i feel but for every yeah. for every person who it goes straight to junk for there will be another person who really enjoys reading them yeah but i feel like it's just um, more annoying that it is actually helpful i mean newsletters yeah uh, okay you can follow anyone on instagram right now and you'll just get uh, their stuff you know or you can pop up to their blog but i guess for some people it's it helps but for me it's uh, because I'm trying to build a website right now yeah <laughs> which is crazy because I've done it like tens tens of times and I do it all the time because I hate it <laughs> and uh, yeah it's never easy. <laughs> yeah and I the point is I cannot um afford paying someone to design it for me so I've been yeah. doing it myself everything and I have to learn it and I have to yeah well, yeah And I, yeah, been there. yeah, exactly. And I hate it all the time. And I feel like there's every time I go through this newsletter phase and still I feel like I don't want to do it because I think there's a lot of hard work waste, wasted there. I just want to, my point is like, I just want to write and yeah. okay, people see it. Okay, people don't see it. Also okay. But 
you know, putting all their work in the newsletter that nobody would care for. Uh, yeah. I have to say I'm the same. I haven't sent out one newsletter. <laughs> I I have <laughs> I, I do have a list now, but I haven't sent anyone anything. So they're probably thinking I've died or something. <laughs> oh <my laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> But, yeah, I haven't sent out newsletters either because I find them annoying. I just know that if you're selling something online, you are encouraged to do that. Um, there's a couple of ladies I follow that send out, like, two a, two a week. Yeah. And I don't like them at all. They, I just get bored <laughs> of hearing, hearing them. Exactly. However, however, they're earning millions. So... It's obviously working for them. Okay. But still, I think there are uh, also people who also earn a lot of money and they don't send newsletters. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess here you just have to see what works for you. Yeah. And there's nothing like engaging. Yeah. There's nothing like engaging with people. Um. I think that's probably the most important thing. But, um, yeah. You're tired already. <laughs> uh, no, it's, um, it's been a funny day today. What happens? Um, well, I gave in my notice at work. What? You're quitting? You're quitting <laughs> your job? Yeah, I do have another one to go to, thank oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've just been there for the last three years and I never thought they were going to end. So now finally having an end in sight is just a very strange feeling. Well, it's changed, you know. Yeah, they do. I just, um, I kind of resigned myself to the fact that I'd be there for forever. <laughs> Well, the only constant in life is change, so I guess we have to yeah. just get used to it. But were you like it's funny though? Were you like sorry, sorry? sorry. Were you like unhappy there? Um, it's somewhere I've never fitted in. I don't really understand the company culture, and I was always made to feel like I was just lucky to have the job and they could replace me at a moment's notice which is true but you don't always want that rubbed in your face all the time definitely not wow yeah and now is it like uh, the same sphere or something new you're trying or it's the same it's exactly the same job but with a different company okay and i've been to the interviews and everything and it just seems like a completely different culture um i mean they're asking me opinion on my opinion on things and they actually listened uh, and the fact that they actually asked was such a breath of fresh air <laughs> i understand yeah um that i just had to go for it i nearly didn't go to the interview actually why because i hate I absolutely hate them. I get so nervous. Oh, yeah, generous. Yeah, so I find it hard to sleep the night before and I get sick and, you know, all the rest of it. So I nearly didn't go, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, congrats. I mean, job, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've still got my notice period. So uh, how, how long so is it? Like two be... weeks, month? It's a month. Oh, right. So, yeah, I've, I've got a while, so I should be able to tie up all the loose ends and make sure everyone's paid and all the rest of it. Yeah. But, yeah, it just felt so strange to give him my notice. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's just a very strange feeling. Um, have you switched jobs quite a lot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah um well when I was in uni and the third year I went to work for a summer in USA 
but it was a summer job, so only four months, and I, I knew yeah. it going in. Then in two after that, I changed universities, and then I went working to Germany for a year. Yeah. Then I changed my job and went to work in Austria for a year. Then I changed it again and went to <laughs> Switzerland. And in between, wow. yeah, in between, I had this like um, gigs sometimes when I was translating stuff or um, yeah. had all some stuff to do in Ukraine. But yeah, I've changed my jobs a lot. But th- this is why, for me, it's like without sticking to it right now because it's also like um, apprenticeship, so it takes time. And yeah. so it takes it will take me another two years to finish this. So yeah, I'm sticking to this one. <laughs> yeah, um, it, I think it's important to try everything. Yeah, but sometimes you just have to stick at one thing. Like once you've found something that you really enjoy, you just have to stick it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're the person who's sticking to the job mostly, right? Um, I've. I've always sold things, but they've been different things. <laughs> okay. So I started off selling makeup. Yeah. Um, for Avon, I then went and sold underwear, and then I managed to get a job selling jewelry. All right. And now, basically, I sell houses. Um, oh, real estate. Nice upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I, I'm not a, an estate agent or, you know, a real, real, realtor, yeah. if that's what it's called. Uh, I kind of advise people on where to invest, but it's basically selling houses. So <laughs> I have switched, I have moved, but I've always been selling something. Okay, salesperson. Well, I guess I'm selling also stuff as well, but it's more like I sell... Mm, services more than I sell real things it's kind of yeah yeah (laughs) so that's just that and um yeah well uh, I don't know (laughs) what to say (laughs) that's it that's fine um there's always pauses in a conversation especially when um you know a topic just runs out or or that sort of thing it's just because we're on anchor and it's just voice it kind of is more noticeable <laughs> there's kind of something against just having dead air like a dead silence there's something that innately kind of makes us go no we must feel that silence. yeah that's so true <laughs> um but you were saying that you were you went to the gym this evening yes i did i picked myself up and i went for it <laughs> Oh, well done. <laughs> Do you enjoy going? Yeah, I love it. I used to go um, much more, but these days, I mean, one day was amazing, but then I was like so down because I had no energy. I didn't sleep oh. at all. And today she was like, I also have this cold sore in my lip and I hate it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I really felt really bad. And I usually, I try, I try really hard not to go to sleep when I come from school because I get up really early yeah. and I'm really tired at the end of school. So when I come, I just eat and then obviously I want to go to sleep. And I did today and I feel bad for it. I regret it, kind of feel guilty. But then I went to a gym, did some stuff and I uh, was like back on track. So I hope tomorrow is going to be better. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that sounds exactly like what you needed is sleep and to go to the gym. Yeah, but I feel like um, I shouldn't sleep in the day. I should just wear myself down so much that I'm just dead at night and then I can wake up normally at five and not feel like total shit. <laughs> but in um, hot Latin countries, they all kind of have a siesta. Oh, yeah. Like for half an hour at three or so. Yeah, um, I had a boyfriend from Spain and he was like, oh, yeah, let's just see. Yes, I was like, I think this is just for lazy people. This is an excuse. 
this no this is seriously the whole country is doing it this is an excuse to not to do something you know to not go to work or just to take a big break to go to sleep oh how funny there have been studies though that show that having a power nap is really good for you uh, yeah i heard that and i also heard that taking naps uh, makes um it kind of like makes your um life expectancy shorter <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> yeah i heard this <laughs> and i was like are you serious people <laughs> so so the moral of the story is do not sleep <laughs> you can either be like really on it or you'll die earlier <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous but i mean they study everything these days and somehow some yeah. in between it's like um something is contradicting another thing and you're like okay what am i supposed to trust you <laughs> <laughs> i know doesn't it yeah. though um i was i was reading something and it was all about toxin yeah you know taking the toxins out of the body and um yeah, kind of detoxing and toxins are so bad for you. And then I read something else that was like, toxins don't exist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Detoxes are silly. Just do everything in moderation. That You never see, hear anyone naming toxins. They don't exist. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay. So, but it's... Like, I still want to do a detox. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, toxins don't exist. <laughs> but I still want to try that activated charcoal. Okay. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't gosh, know. I'm... You just, I think you have just to uh, take things uh, you want to trust and leave the others just out there for other people. Yeah, let someone else try the bentonite clay detox something. I'll just take the charcoal. Okay. Well, what about all the detox teas and detox programs and everything? It's like, what is this, just marketing? Just everybody in the world decided, okay, this is like, we have to invent something like toxins. Yeah. And we do this thing uh, like to prevent to, or to get rid of toxins. And we do, we, everybody do this thing. And then it's like super trendy and everybody will do it and pay money for it. <laughs> what is this about? Probably. <laughs> like I had a friend of mine who was trying to convince me that breakfast was just marketing. Excuse me, breakfast? Yeah, that somehow like the cereal companies and the bread companies got together <laughs> and they invented this thing that you had to have breakfast and they made you feel guilty for not cooking it. <laughs> so they made kind of easy breakfast for you to have. Oh my God. How old is this bread? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, advertising. How much of it is actually real and how much of it is not? Well, excuse me, breakfast. You cannot say that breakfast isn't real. <laughs> well, well, some people swear by fasting. <laughs> on that point you know i'm doing fasting right now <laughs> <laughs> there you go you're not having breakfast <laughs> no i am because fasting you are. yeah because it's like um, 16 hours you don't yeah. eat and eight hours you eat so you can uh, basically um just manage it toward your schedule or something that's why when I wait because I wake up early I get my breakfast yeah. like at seven or half seven or something and then I eat till two and then I don't eat the rest of the day right I do it the other way around when when I do that fasting the intermittent fasting yeah. um because I'm less hungry in the morning so I'll have my first meal at kind of one yeah so I can eat till seven or eight, which is when I normally get home. Oh, okay. 
Makes sense. So I kind of do it that way round rather than having breakfast and lunch and not dinner. Yeah, but I also heard that you have to have breakfast. Although before I also didn't like to have breakfast. And then, um, well, my mom was kind of grilling me. <laughs> so then I had to have it. And now I understand the benefits of it. And actually, um, and I've read a lot and heard a lot about things like that after you, uh, when you eat after five, everything in your body, everything you put there, is rotting till the morning. So I'm like, really? yeah, it just rots there. Just sit there, sits there and rots there. And if you don't eat after five, you know, your body has um, the time to get, uh, to process everything and to digest everything. And, you know, food don't rot inside your belly. Which is like a really disgusting picture. That's why I don't eat. It's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but how is it five for every, like why why five o'clock? Like why is that the magic number? I don't know. It's Surely it would just know. as long as you don't eat kind of immediately before bed. Well, some people say okay, yeah. just three hours before bed and it's fine. Uh, some people were talking about after six, but then I heard this thing that after five, somehow, it's probably because it's something was to do with the sun or something. I don't, I'm not sure if that has to do with the sunset and it's like going down and then it's like the body feels like it's the end of the day. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's just, it's just amazing all the different information that gets put out there. Yeah, I guess it's just what you believe in. <laughs> in yeah, yeah, in the end, of course. Um, we, I've just noticed the time. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I was talking to my phone, so I had the phone to my ear, so I, I didn't realize. But we've been on for like nearly an hour we call it a day now because yeah let's do it because i have to study and get to sleep <laughs> and wake up yes. really early and it's been really nice talking to you <laughs> it was lovely talking to you thank you so much for the the messages and you know bearing with me when i was a bit late yesterday and, and all the rest of it and i hope you feel better tomorrow as well so good thank you so much for this and for the call and for everything that's really cool <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.